0: You might have missed it, but I was on Facebook Live recently having a really good chat. And in the interests of, you know, look, let's face it, I'm a solo parent of three children during this crazy time in our lives. And I just figure if you've missed what I've said on Facebook Live, let's pop it on the podcast so you can listen to it in your ears while you're walking, escaping from your children, having a little bit of you time, whatever it is, Um, I am here doing my best to keep bringing you interesting and inspiring content uh, while also managing, well, I don't know if you can hear all the noise in the background. So um, enjoy this replay of a recent Facebook Live. See you soon. I wanted to come in and share something with you that I sat on and I didn't really want to talk about and after chatting with some friends I've realized actually I think this is important to talk about for all of us right now wearing a million different hats and wondering how the heck (laughs) where we're going to do this or you know for the people who are homeschooling especially I'm talking to you uh, and it's so interesting, I don't know if you found, but sharing with friends who have kids not at the same school, there's there's schools doing things in all different ways. So there's some with much higher expectations, some with lower expectations, some that require lots of um, Zoom meetings and online time and all of that kind of thing. So I am just sharing from my perspective as a mum of three children who are in grade four, two, and prep, and uh, and obviously um, as the sole parent and sole income earner for our family, and so I just I want to contextualise that for anyone who might be new around here. If you follow me over on Instagram, I actually said I am I am not going to be sharing about homeschooling, because I really don't think that any of us require any kind of comparison going on when we're all just like, holy shit, (laughs) how is this going to work? If you're working and combining homeschooling, even if you're just homeschooling, it's a really big deal. And I was like, I'm just not going to get into that. I'm not going to be showing you stuff that I'm doing, or this is my room. It's just, it's not the space that I really want to carry Like, I don't want to sort of be sharing that. But also there was another reason uh, because I was sitting there also thinking, I literally cannot do this by myself. I cannot um, work and homeschool three children. And it's either just going to be a complete and utter disaster and everything's going to fall out of control or I'm going to get resourceful and I'm going to take responsibility for this being my circumstances and find a bit of a workaround. So, uh, and I didn't want to, and and that for me, so what it looks like now for me uh, is that I made a decision that I couldn't do it all by myself. Literally impossible. I wasn't getting any work done at all. And, and I need to work, and I like to work, uh, working and homeschooling every day with seven. Christina, this is, did you, I don't know if you guys, if you follow Glennon Doyle, I loved how she's like, we can do hard things, that's her catch cry, but we can't do impossible things, right? So this is a, a chat about lowering our standards, but also resourcefulness. And also, this is the reason why I wasn't sure to share it, was because for me um, when they changed the rules around babysitting here in Victoria, I decided to hire someone to come to the house. He's he's actually a kid who I used to babysit and he's babysat for us and he and his sister for the last year. The kids absolutely love him. I really wanted to get some male energy into our home because uh because my son has been struggling a bit with that. And and anyway, so he comes nine till 12, five days a week and helps me out. Here's here's what, I was talking to my friends and I was like, well, I don't know if I really want to share that because I don't, number one, want to make anyone feel bad if their circumstances are different to mine, or they might not have the ability to pay for someone to come and help them. I mean, this is a a financial decision that I made actually as a business investment and an investment in my mental health, because I thought if I can get us through this, if the kids can feel okay in their heart and in their head and their physical body, and the same for me, I'll call that a win. I don't actually care that they keep up with their lessons in a way that they're not falling behind couldn't give a shit, you guys, like not one. I just want them to be feeling good and remain engaged. Right. But I, I was saying, I, I don't want to seem, um, uh, like elitist or something like that. Like I've got all of these means at my disposal to, to get help. And I don't want anyone to feel bad. And, and, um, these friends that I was talking to were like, actually, I actually think it's really important that people like you say, if you're looking at me thinking I've got it all together or that I'm managing all this by myself and I am, you know, this is the message is like, I'm not, I have never done everything all by myself. I have a stack of support in my business. I have a stack of support, amazing people in my personal life who help me out, who obviously, you know, when all that was taken away, I was like, ooh, oh dear, how are we going to do this? And, uh, I've got my housekeeper, she's coming back once a week and she's helping me out with, you know, keeping on top of the house and all of that sort of stuff. It's a myth and we are, we are, we are, it's not good for us when we're looking around thinking other people have it together when they might have more support than we have. So that's the reason why I wanted to come on and share this with you because, I don't think, um, I mean, yesterday he didn't come. I was honestly like, um, my children were listening to me. No one's, uh, they are so calm with him. He's awesome. He's just a TAFE student. I really recommend anybody who can. Um, everyone's having a really good time with it. School at home is so much more uh, work than what I do with my children homeschooling. Yeah, right. Um So I'm a teacher and I can't homeschool my own kids. See, that is the best thing to hear, Dana. Like, they just don't listen to me, but they're listening to him and it's really good. And so I'm like, maybe we should be having a talk, maybe more of us. And so since I shared that with some friends, they're like, oh, yeah, no, I've hired a teacher to come around and help me or I'm doing this or I'm doing that uh, because uh, it's not possible to do all of this. Um, teachers aid and you can't teach your kids that's so awesome <laughs> so nice to hear because I'm like why when this guy comes around everything's so calm and peaceful and they just work through their things I mean it's so much more than I thought they were going to have to do but once again my priority throughout all of this is our is our mental and physical health and so I thought maybe sharing with you that I'm not doing all of this by myself. You know, it's been a week now that we've had James coming in. It has totally changed how I felt about myself, Um, like the space that I'm getting those three hours a day to just sit on my bed and pump out work or do my coaching calls without interruptions and all of those sorts of things. I need help. Uh, And I just think we need to talk about that. And for, if you are finding it just a massive, massive load, it really is. Oh, this is messy, isn't it? And to think, you know, we've got a whole term, my, I've always said, you know, and I did a post a little bit further down about, um, I never wanted to create the story that, um, being a solo parent had to mean hardship. It doesn't mean that things aren't hard sometimes for sure, but, I always just sort of go to that place where, okay, if this is going to feel calm, easy, if I am going to feel supported, which was my thing, was like, I just, and, oh, but you know, it hits me. So I'll tell you the other day I was at school just getting the laptop fixed. We um, couldn't get Zoom to work on the laptop. And the woman at the office, she was like, Lisa, you know that your family is one of the families that the department would actually, and the school would actually be supporting. I, I really do think that you would have a case to send your kids to school if you needed to, as sole parent and sole income earner. And I felt so so uncomfortable, you guys, so uncomfortable with being. And, and I and I was chatting to a friend about it, chatting to friends about it, like what what where is the discomfort in that for me? Is it being given special consideration? Is it that I, I can keep them home so I should and that's the rules and, you know, the rules are good? Um, is it that, uh, you know, when you don't have that feeling of being supported and someone is saying to you, hey, we got you, you know that there's help there if you need it, it just made me want to cry. I don't know what it was about it but I felt very uncomfortable. I felt like crying. Um, and... And I've really had to sit with that and the disservice that we do to ourselves and to other women when we're stoic and soldier on and and just think that we don't need help isn't great. And, uh, and it, was, it really took someone saying, you know, we could probably, you know, you could probably fill out that form and, and send them if you need to. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? I don't, I don't quite understand this concept and I don't know why I feel so uncomfortable about it. Solo mum and a nurse and I haven't sent them but I'm struggling. Yeah, right, so you totally could, Annie. And why don't we? Why don't we call in the help? So anyway, I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share because I feel like um, I, I didn't want to come across and be someone who's like, who you think is doing it all on her own when I've had to hire help. It was a very easy decision to make when they changed the babysitting rules. Um, and I feel very lucky that I have the resources. I I mean, I also feel like I've put myself in a position where I am making decisions to support my mental health and the children, and um, and that feels really good. But I just... It was this the fact that I didn't want to share it because I didn't want to make anyone else feel bad or, you know, seem something or other when I'm like, you know, maybe we should all just be talking about how we're getting through this and how we're all being resourceful and the fact it's really hard and it's really a lot. Uh, So hence this conversation. I also wanted to let you guys know we don't like to think our kids will ever have less than even at the cost to ourselves. It's true. But um but it's so funny that you say that because going through a, a marriage separation, uh, a big part of the difficulty with that was you don't want your kids to not grow up in a, a nuclear home with mum and dad both living there. And so you have to let go of the idea that your children, not like that cost to them of that is is not necessarily going to equate to a worse life, you know? it's not going to equate to, to damage. It's going to all be okay. And we have to let our kids have their journey through life no matter like, um, and just love them as best we can, but not caretake them and not do things because of them. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, admitting we need and getting help is some of the best thing we can. Yes. For others. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't be all the things to all people all the time. That includes your family. We all need to do what's right to support ourselves through. I totally agree. And that's what this was all about. Um, I also wanted to remind you guys, I created a little program called Small Steps Back to You a few years ago, a few years ago now. Many of you have done that program and um, I've just decided to put it out there for 27 bucks, You can work through it in your own time. The exercises are really, really helpful, beautiful moments of self-reflection. You can do them with your partner if you like. Uh, If you need to kind of get back on track with where you are, if you need to connect back in with yourself, I'll put the link to that here. Um, It just felt like a really nice little Corona gift, bringing it out of retirement for you guys. Um, and, uh, all the details are at lisacordoff.com forward slash back to you. So for anyone who has done that program before and wants friends to do it or recommend it to people, I mean, it's a pretty good deal for 27 bucks. I think, uh, you get to work through it. And if you do, um, jump in, you'll see that there's an offer at the end. Also, I haven't, I I just decided this like two days ago that I might actually do some live coaching calls in May so you can upgrade to get access to those calls and we can work through the exercises and your stuff together. So, um, that's it from me, the lady who has three hours, three precious, most amazing hours a day to herself that are giving her life, allowing her to work and, uh, giving her a breather from her children and getting help homeschooling. Uh, just so you know, just so we're all clear and everyone's clear that I couldn't do this by myself. I just could not. So now, but I do have to make dinner. I must do that. It's pasta tonight. Does it get to this time of the night for you guys and you're like, we're home? I, I've i never really been a, oh, no, I've definitely been through stages of looking forward to bedtime, but it's taken on a whole new life of its own since non non-stop um people around me uh also i was wondering i was talking to a friend and they were saying about how relationships must be getting very tested right now and i wonder if that's your experience obviously because i'm not living with a partner um i'm wondering where you're at with that uh how are you going drop some comments and here I'd love to know. I was actually thinking about for one of the lives or, or podcast episodes, maybe we can get someone in about relationships. Um, anyway, I'm I'm very curious as to how that's all working in lockdown. How do you stop loving bedtime and dreading it all at once? Um, I don't dread bedtime. No, I love bed. Look at this sweet, sweet space. I love bed. You feel like it's made you closer. Isn't that beautiful? I've been hearing similar things. And so it was interesting to get that perspective that like some relationships must be massively under the hammer right now. Anything that has aggravated you before is probably, you know, doubling down on that. Um, But then, I mean, there's gifts everywhere, right? All right. That's it from me. It's dinner time. and, And I hope you guys are good. Love to hear from you, so drop some comments in here if you're watching the replay. See ya. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference, and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help, and I'll see you in the next episode.